got a fever, and the only prescription is smoking. Over the line! This. I'm sorry, Smokey, you were over the line. That's the problem. Is the cigar authority. Is it true that if you don't use it, you lose it? The authority. Is that a serious question? On everything cigar. No, it wasn't. Yeah. It's like I picked the wrong week to quit smoking. And out of the cigar industry. That was pretty awesome. With your host. You have to use so many cuss words. David Garofalo. Whenever I'm about to do something, I think, would an idiot do that? And if they would, I do not do that thing. Mr. Jonathan. Check out the name tag. You're in my world now, Grandma. Barry Stunt. Put a scotch on the rocks. Any scotch will do, as long as it's not a blend, of course. Uh, a single malt. Glenlivet, Glenfiddich, perhaps. Maybe a Glengow. Any Glen. It's time to light them up. Sounds really fun. It's time. Cool. 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 For the Cigar Authority. I gotta have more cowbell. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, July 1st, 2017, broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Set. Today, we have lost a friend, a co-host, formerly known as Gentleman Chuck Morrison. No, he's not dead, but he has gone to greener pastures. Barry Stein takes over the wheels of steel in a dual role now as the producer, so we decided to start drinking. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. <laughs> and you're listening to the Cigar Authority podcast, broadcasting over eight years now and the longest continually running cigar podcast. Voted the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal magazine, voted the top ten educational podcast by Podbean four years in a row, and now the most listened to cigar podcast in the world, Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network, Catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog on thecigarauthority.com. You changed my thing. We changed everything. Yes. And so I'm going to try to memorize this one inside of two years because it took me five <laughs> right. on the last one. So, yeah, we, lots of changes are going to happen here on the Cigar Authority. You're going to see the set starts looking different. Everything's going to morph into something in the next four weeks into what will hopefully have a new grand opening a grand, a grand opening of the show uh, in the place itself. Everything's right. going to end up changing. So we were going to have Eric Hansen on the show today. Uh, he is at the Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, so we we're going to broadcast somewhere else. Um, and Barry begged, please, <laughs> this is my, our first time uh, taking over. Don't make us move the whole set. It's only the second time I got on my hands and knees, and that right, was yeah. the first was proposing. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> So uh, please uh, don't do it. So we're staying here. And uh, hello to the, the guys from Hammer and Sickle. Vodka and Cigars uh, doing an event at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook today. Yeah, baby. But we said, let's do it anyway. Let's smoke what we were going to smoke. Because it's actually something I have not smoked before. And this is the Kalanok 50. Barry, tell us about it. Well, just when you thought the cigar industry was out of original ideas, comes the Kalanok, a cigar that can be enjoyed with a peaty scotch or by itself. The cigar is as good as it is original. The cigar is created by harvesting Scottish peat by hand using the same tools that have been employed for hundreds of years. The resulting sod is then left to dry in the open air for approximately two weeks. The dried peat is then packaged and shipped to the Dominican Republic where it undergoes a special curing process where the peat marries into the tobaccos that are utilized in the Kalanok. The cigar is available in two different versions. The first is the 25%, which features 25% peat-cured tobacco and 75% Corojo. And then there is the 50%, which we are smoking today, and that features 50% peat-cured tobacco and 50% Corojo. All right, so let's uh, let's not drink yet. Well, this is before we end up 
lighting up. Yeah. The first scotch that we have is the Glen Levitt, and that is a lowland scotch. It's sweet. There is no peat in it whatsoever because we're going to be doing a couple of things on the show today. We're going to be introducing more peat to our palate than most of us are used to. And so to be able to tell the difference between the peated and the not peated, I brought two. Okay. So we have a non-peated one that before we light up, we should taste that and then see what the peat does because the Laphroaig is a very similar character to the Glen Levitt, but it has peat. They okay. have, they're a similar scotch. Okay, so peat is basically peat moss burned inside the barn so that's absorbing this tobacco. For the cigar, and when it comes to the scotch, they dry the malt with the peat smoke. And for how many hours, in the case of Laphroaig, they will dry the, the malt for 30 hours, but they peat smoke it for 18 out of the 30. Right. So it's pretty heavily peated like the cigar we're smoking. So just smelling it, the, the base of the cigar, the head of the cigar, not the foot, the head of the cigar. Oh, it's, it's just completely inundated with, with that this, aroma. With this aroma of this peat. Now, I tried the 25, um, the Calinoc 25 that came out last year, yep. I believe. Um, I tried it for the first time just smoking a cigar. I didn't understand. What am I trying? What, what is the taste? Is something different in here? Don't you taste the peat of it? I don't understand. And then he said, have some peaty scotch. I tasted the peaty scotch. I understood at that point what peat was. Then I tried the cigar, and I said, oh, there it is. I understand what it is. This one, I don't think you have to go through that process. Just smell it. You know what peat is at this point. Amen. That that smell that happens. So, all right, so drink first? Yeah, drink first. All right. To Chuck. Miss you already. All right, so that's just a a, a, a nice, s- smooth uh, scotch. Correct. Now, this is a scotch that has the same amount of smoothness. That's a little bit of a cheap pour. I'm trying to keep you sober <laughs> over there, Mr. Double Duty. All right, so I'm just going to smell it. I'm not going to taste it until I taste the cigar. I don't want to have it change you should up. You should taste it because you, you have that taste fresh in your mouth. This is basically the same scotch, but with the peat in it. So taste it taste first? Taste it, yeah. Boom. Yeah. Obviously, there's the peat, right? Right there. And it's, you said this is not a lot of peat? The, the Laphroaig like, is a lot oh, of peat. Yes. That is uh, a lot of peat, right? That's as peaty as the 18 common. hours out of 30 hours, so almost just over 50% of the time that the barley is drying, the, uh, the malt, rather, it is being peated. And about 50% of the tobacco in here has been peated. Correct. So they get some peated tobacco and some unpeated tobacco. They put it together and they say this is 50%. Right. right. And there's a, there's a rumor that he's going to put 100% peat out. Um, I know he was talking about 75%. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I think the last time I spoke to him, this was it. I very, think that very was a rumor in- you started, in fact. Really? Okay. I think it is. Let's give it a cut and see what it's about. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. Okay, so we'll taste it without... Uh- yeah. The 25, I could smoke all day, every day, as a person who's not a fan of peated scotch. So anybody that's been, like, hesitant to try it because they're in the same boat as me, they don't like peated scotch. The 
is so minute. That and it it's just an adds, afterthought. Right. It adds an interesting complexity to it. But like Jonathan says, it's more of an afterthought. It's more of on the fence. I, I, I didn't know what Pete was when I smoked that cigar. And then he said, here, taste a Petey Scotch. And then I said, here it is. And then I could find that taste right. in the 25. In this one, I taste it. You can taste it on the cold draw. Now, yeah. one thing that's interesting about this is don't expect a peat bomb at the beginning of the cigar because the peat starts about an inch to an inch and a half in on the cigar. I've smoked it before. So don't, right. don't expect that you're going to light it up and be like, boom. It, the cigar's got to develop a little bit. It's very interesting. and you, it, Perfect what you said, Barry, is just when you thought there was nothing that could be done to tobacco. So the people that like the um, Kentucky Fire Cured, for yep. instance, his burning fire, uh, what do they use, Kentucky wood, they burn. Mesquite. Yeah, mesquite. And it actually absorbs inside the tobacco. The tobacco is a sponge. It absorbs there, and if you have a little bit in it, it has a nice taste. If you have a lot in it and you don't like it, it's too much. So here's here's somebody that said, okay, here's 25, now here's 50. I haven't even smoked a 50 before, so we'll see what it's all about. What are we going to light with this? We're going to light today with the Vertigo Stealth. This is one of your favorite lighters, Dave, because this lighter looks like it's a $100 to $125 lighter all day long. It features a single action, which means when you push the button down to light, you're simultaneously opening the lid and hitting the striker at the same time, igniting all three jets. It's fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank, and it comes in with a low, low retail price of $29.99. It is crazy. No way. Way. Yeah, you give somebody this, you think it's a $100 lighter. Somebody gives you it's $29. Great gift. So, like Jonathan was saying, when you first light it up, you're getting that Corojo taste from the Corojo tobacco. (laughs) That was a little quick there, buddy. (laughs) Like like shooting a gun, Bill Boy. They're right there by his fingertips now. cheats he, wait, he lights his cigar while i'm talking about the lighter and then that's because usually the two of you are lighting after the talk yeah. of the lighter so i'm ready to go with yeah. a little bit of information i and i nailed it and you said it to me but i expected more peat taste and it, it this the cigar develops it does drop like a hammer when it drops you go one puff not that much peat and then ba-boom lafroig nice well-made cigar I'm a fan of Corojo. It, you, it does present with a, a little bit, and what it's known for is that little hint of spice. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm getting right on the front end of my palate. Mm-hmm. Not quite a pepper, but there's a spice to it. Riveting radio, but yeah, it's, it's, very, it's very interesting it, cigar. It, though. It's because we're, me- we're, like, we're all smoking. All three of us are smoking it. All right, who's going to get to the peat bomb first? <laughs> It's like how many licks no, does we it still, take to get to the yeah, Tootsie Roll? We still have quite a few licks to go, Baron. <laughs> if anybody so, knows about licking. So we've rescheduled Eric Hansen. I'm just going to let that go. We're going to reschedule Eric Hansen for the August 12th episode. And I, I spent a couple days with Eric this week. Uh, he's looking forward to it because it's our predictions episode. And many times I, I sit with Eric and he talks about things he predicts also yeah uh, not in front of anybody or anything but he makes predictions so i said bring your game in man i know you got it and uh you know very said, I'm tough looking forward to it. very tough for a manufacturer to discuss the affairs or potential affairs of other manufacturers well we're going to see if we get them out of it 
and drinking may be a big part of it. He likes his cocktails. Well, he's a professional, though. Right. <laughs> we're we're going to be sleeping on the floor, and he's going right. to be running the show. Right. You don't want to go head-to-head against the guy. He is a pro. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm surprised right now that it, it's a very good, balanced Corojo cigar. I think that was the best play that they made, is they made a good cigar that happens to have peat fire cured tobacco somewhere in there. No band on it, by the way. These come in, in canisters, uh, those that aren't listening, and the canisters of what? Small amount. Canisters are 12. Of 12. 12 cigars. The ones with the bluish-purple top are the 20. 50, and the yes. ones with the traditional, that red, uh, Scottish kilt-style yeah. top are the 25. Plus, in front of it, it'll say 25 or 50 to make it even easier. Yep. Also, the ones that are 25 are barcoded from the factory, and the ones that are 50 are not barcoded. So if you accidentally put them in your humidor without marking the cello, now you'll be able to tell. You smell it. You smell the peat. There's no barcode. It's the 50. If there is a barcode, it's a 25. Well, it's only a box of 12, and it's in a canister. I highly recommend you don't mix the peaty cigar with your other cigars because they're going to become peaty also. Right. So you get a canister or get the last ones that are left in the canister at your favorite brick-and-mortar store that you're buying it at and keep it in a canister. Or if you bought a single cigar, I would say keep it away. Put, put it in it. a bag at the very least. Yeah, uh, because you don't want the other cigars to become that unless you do. You're into it and you try it out and stuff. But I'd be afraid to lose the peat out of the cigar. I want to keep that sealed inside. That's why I actually took the last of uh, three cigars that were left in the canister and kept it in the canister. I didn't want it to escape. You know? <laughs> I don't think it happens that fast. You know what I'm wondering? <laughs> now, I've smoked a 50 before. I kind of remember the peat happening relatively quick. But we took a sip of the peaty scotch. I wonder if it neutralized it just a little bit because we've prepared our palate for the cigar. Are you saying... That we need to go with the Glenn Levitt now to cleanse the palate? Well, I will never say no to scotch. All right, I'm in. You didn't even drink all yours. I tasted it. I thought we were just tasting. I only gave you a taste. You're supposed to pound it. Pound it. Now, that scotch is peaty. Yes, it is. Now, this is not. So, this will cleanse your palate a bit. I'm a big Glenn Levitt fan. I always forget about this one. See, I usually go with the Fittich. I like don't know. the Fittich as well. I like any Glenn. Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna leave that alone. That was too easy. I'm a lightweight when it comes to drinking, man. I'm already feeling you've had buzz. You've had a third of a shot at this point. No way. That was a full shot. Right that there. was not a full shot. I'm becoming a professional at this. This is like the third podcast in the last month that I've done drinking. I'm all warm inside. Oh, now. yeah. Feeling good. I really love you guys. See, now I get the peat. There's definitely some peat going on on the cigar. Now that I got rid of the peaty Lafroig off my palate. I think what's happening is you're tasting. Because you could smell, you could no, smell the peat. It's happening now. You could smell the peat on the wrapper. I think this is coming from your lips. It's not coming from the smoke. That's why I said don't drink until we smoke the cigar. I, don't want to, I wanted to be able to really taste. I wanted to be able to show you the difference between peat and not peat. That tastes like peat now. I know the difference between peat and not peat on Fridays. And if you're a customer, two guys, you get the reference. Pete, yeah. I just want you to know, because I know you listen every week. That was not from Dave or I. <laughs> that name. was Barron's. It is his name. <coughs> so speaking of predictions. Predictions? Why are you speaking of predictions? We all voted. 
for the 2017 Cigar Trophy nominations, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, and it's over. The good news is so we everybody can, that voted, voted, so we can talk about we it. Can We're talk not going to skew it. anybody's vote, but that's the idea of now telling you how wrong you were. I have a confession to make. Vote. I have a confession. Yeah? Okay. I didn't use my professional cigar email. I used my personal email. What's the difference? Because you only did it once. I, I only did it once, but I didn't want to send them the message that I was professional voting. I wanted to just be a consumer, so yep. I put my consumer hat on, and I voted as with consumer, my heart. I, I used my as a consumer, consumer email address and not my business address. Really? Yeah. Well, they know exactly who I am. <laughs> yeah, they know who I am. I, because so I your only, vote doesn't count. Because I only have one email address. That's so. true. <laughs> I have four. Really? Yeah. Dave has Dave at every single website we own. Yes. Uh, so you know who I am when I, when I email to you. I'm not trying to hide anything. So Cigar Trophy Awards, they've been doing it for a lot of years. And first off, they get the blind tastings that end up happening. And then they end up saying, um, you know, we have the information of what we think is the best cigars or whatever. But the Cigar Trophy Awards is basically a people's choice awards. Right? Where people are yep. deciding what it is. So instead of having nominees and then having the, them choose from those nominees, they ask them first, nominate them. Yeah. So anything you wanted to nominate, you could nominate in it by brand or by the cigar itself. And not necessarily it's the same thing. So you may choose brand X as the best brand, meaning all the cigars within that brand name, or a separate brand or a separate cigar as the Churchill of the different brand or the same brand, whatever you want to do. Right. And they have lots of different nominees. So uh, I want it uh, to do it two ways. I want to say, what do you think is going to win and what should win? Okay, so the first one is best brand of Costa Rica. And the people have already uh, made their nom- nominations, and that is... Your choice of Atabay, Brune Del Rey. Am I saying that right? You are. Uh, Marrero. Marrero, M. Bombay, and Vegas D. Santiago. Santiago. And this is Costa Rica. Not mm-hmm. a lot of attention goes to Costa Rican no. cigars. Uh, I know well two of these cigars. Um, three for me. Three for you. Do you know them? One for me. You just know one of them. I know one of them. No. But I know of uh, three of them, but I know one of them. Okay. So Atabe, Brune Del Rey, Montero, Marrero, Marrero M. Bombay, and Vegas D. Santiago. Santiago. So you can guess already which ones I know, the ones I can pronounce, right? <laughs> so my choice, obviously, would be Atabe because that would be my choice of all cigars. It's yeah. my favorite, favorite cigar of all kinds. But at the same time... I will say M. Bombay is the winner because M. Bombay is, there's a lot of advertising out there. I think there's more stores that carry it, more people who have smoked it. It has more attention on M. Bombay, but you're missing Atabay if you haven't tried it. But it's available only in like 100 stores out of 4,000 stores. See, so you voted based on who you are. I voted on what should win. My vote was Atabay, and I vote for Atabay. See, too. I voted for the one that I thought was going to win. Okay. So mine is, do, mine is both. On every single one, I voted for the one that I thought would win. 
But what do you think is, is should win? The one you voted for? I voted for, for Atabay, okay. and I think Atabay will win. See, and like the, the rest of my steam panel, I voted for Atabay. Atabay is one of the two cigars I've ever given a 100 rating to. There you is got pretty damn close this week, by the way. Yeah, the yeah the the Davidoff uh, Master Collection 98? selection ninety eight best Nine. Davidoff I ever smoked. Wow, um, but I think do we do I have that coming here? I think so. If, you know, as long as they don't sell out this weekend, if you sell out on me, parents. Um, but I think the cigar to win, and you got to remember, Cigar Journal European based. They've branched out. They now have a .com instead of .co. Um, I'm going to say Brundelay is going to win because wow. it's just so popular in Europe. Interesting. Barry, Mr. Jonathan, I'm keeping track here. And uh, Dave takes this. Uh, I don't know it. Have I ever smoked it? I think I might have given you one. Yeah. Isn't he nice? Like these things come to me under my attention and stuff, and he, he might have given me one unless he smoked them. <laughs> I feel bad. Like, Ed, and, you know, I work with Ed. He's the buyer of two guys, and I get these packages, the Cigar Authority, Attention Barry. And he's like, I'm the buyer. Now I'm not going to buy it because I should be getting the samples, not you. Yeah. And then I go to give him one. He's like, out of spite, I don't want it. Yeah. It's funny. I don't how, blame him. How they hit up the media more than they hit up the, the, that is the buyer crazy. of the people that would buy the cigar. So it's like we want to get lots of press on it. We don't care if anybody buys it or if maybe less people buy it. Um, all right. So that's a that's a, um, three, three different choices here of what we think is going to win. So I'm going to keep track of this, and we're going to go back to it. And this is towards the end of September when the uh, yeah, we'll hold on when, to these. when the award is going to happen. And my plan is to actually be there this year. Awesome. To see what happens. Uh, best brand in Cohiba. This is the whole brand itself. Cuba. In, in Cuba. Cuba. What did I say? In Cohiba. <laughs> you gave away your answer. We know who you voted for. There we go. <laughs> Give that man Best another brand scotch. in Cuba, and we all know that yeah, Cuban off. brand, we're talking about Cohiba, H. Upman, Huerta Monterey, Monte Cristo, or Partagas, which is the best full brand, not addition, a size of it, but the full brand of it. I chose Cohiba as my choice of the best brand in, in Cuba, but Monte Cristo is my guess, which it will be the winner that they'll end up picking Monte Cristo as the best brand. And I went on both of my things. I voted for and believe it will win, and I voted for Cohiba. Okay. Across the board. And I've been lucky enough to smoke quite a few Cubans this year, gifted to me. Partagas has been on fire, but I think the majority of the people here in the States that don't know will vote Cohiba. So I think Cohiba will win on popularity in their name, but I think Partagas has been on fire. So I should put. But they're all the same. So what should I put Barry down as? Well, he's guessing that Cohiba is going to win, win. So, along with me. Okay, so we all think mm-hmm. Cohiba is going to win. That's their pride and joy. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason why I thought Monte Cristo. So D- Dave ends up picking Monte Cristo as he thinks is going to win. The reason mm-hmm. why I picked that is Monte Cristo was the big highlighted thing this year at the festival. But only five hundred people went to that. I think there was a thousand. Okay, so a thousand people in the world went yeah. to it. It was highlighted. Got a lot of press. What a nice cigar, though. Very Seriously, good. I p- I'm picking. I expect. I expected that I was not going to care for it. Well, I'm a, I'm a big fan of all things Pete, so uh, I'm picking up a, a subtle note of cinnamon, in addition to what you normally would expect with that smoky taste and aroma from the Pete. 
I'm picking up a back-end note of cinnamon. Aw, Barry, you do love me. (laughs) Let's not get carried away. It's the alcohol. Okay, um, best cigar in Cuba. Um, Cohiba Siglo 6, Huy de Monterey Epicure number 2, Monte Cristo number 2, Partagas Series E (coughs) number 2, and Trinidad VIGIA. Vigia? Vigia. I don't know that all so well. I've smoked them all. Um, Partagas Series E, I think the Series D would, would have been a better choice on that. Monte Cristo number two, big one. That's the Torpedo. That's the go-to cigar there. Hoya de Monterey Epicure number two, go-to for me. It's the best-priced one that's out there. But I will pick the Cohiba Siglo 6 as the winner, which is the one that's going to win. But my choice on here would be Monte Cristo number two, I think. But I'll pick the Siglo 6 as the winner. I, uh, I went with this one just because... The last, the second word is close enough to vagine for me. And I went with Trinidad Vagine. Really? For no other reason besides That's it. the name. I went and, with the name. Trinidad, long shot. That's a long shot right there. Trinidad, a real happening brand way back, but it's not a lot of attention on that right now. Well, I'm going to go with uh, my pick will be the overall winner on this one, and it will be the Patagas Serie E number two. Patagas? Patagas. Patagas. You're right. And Barry, we're all nobody knew each other what we're going to end up doing, but that's interesting that um, we're all different when it comes to that. But uh, let's see if we're any different when it comes to um, the matchup of the week. The ding ding means it's time for the matchup of the week, brought to you by VS. VS means versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair. That's Victor Sinclair Cigars. And uh, Barry, I, I thought I'd go to this because I thought. Um, that you have uh, left the um, the iPhone world and have moved on. It's iPhone versus Android. Do you do Android? What yeah, do that's what I switched over to, okay. the Galaxy S8. All right. So I've been uh, the iPhone for a long, long time. I know Mr. Jonathan is big about all things that start with I. So um, What the hell is that supposed to mean? That's what, what it is, right? Uh, you know, you're a Mac guy, right? I'm Across a Mac the board. Um, and... I have a crack in my iPhone right now, and I've had it for a long time, and I'm, I'm thinking now, what should I be doing? Well, I switched to the S8, and I only switched because I got bored of the iPhone. I've been an iPhone user since the iPhone 4, and I wanted a challenge of learning something new, so I switched over to the Galaxy S8. Best battery life I've ever had on any phone. Phenomenal camera, but I say you wait till September. And you see what happens with the new iPhone that's coming out. Because they're going to have to step it up. Right. They're coming out with the iPhone 10, 10th anniversary, or the iPhone X, or whatever they're going to call it. And from all the leaked information, I might be going back. Really? i got to see what happens, but I honestly have zero complaints about my Galaxy S8. So should I deal with a cracked glass till September? I'd say two more months. Really? Yeah, July and August. July and August is over. They'll announce it in September, and then you make your decision. And, and what are you hearing for leaked information? Better camera? Better, better camera, longer, in, infinity what? screen, the, the whole front will be the screen, um, incredible picture clarity, uh, fast processor, improved battery life. And you will jump? If it's everything that's been leaked and it turns out to be everything they're saying it will be, I might go back to the iPhone. Really? 
Because, you know, I'm a Mac user. I'm using a Mac here on the show. I yeah. use a Mac at work. Yeah. I get a text message that shows up on my computer when I have the iPhone. Now it's two separate places. Uh, so I, I kind of miss everything being in one place. But right now I'm going to say Galaxy S8 puts Android over iPhone. But there's an asterisk what's coming from iPhone. Yeah. I think it's obvious I'm going to always go Mac. But you you haven't tested the other thing. The, the, the I had I had I went from BlackBerry to, uh, which was the very first handheld device that had every single thing: your email, texting, your phone, all in one place. Your Palm Pilot. I was a Palm Pilot guy back in the day. It had everything all together, and I switched from that. And by the way, you could drop a BlackBerry, you could throw it down the stairs, it would shatter into a million pieces, and you could put it back together. All right, so the answer is it's iPhone. iPhone is going to be the answer of how it's going to be. All right, let's go back to this, and we've got a lot of categories here. Um, next is Dominican Republic. What do we think? Who's going to win? And who do we think is going to win? Best brand in the Dominican Republic, and that goes to Ashton Symmetry, Avo Synchro Nicaraguan. It's so funny saying Avo Synchro Nicaraguan when we're talking about the best brand in Dominican, but it's made in the Dominican. Balmoral Anejo XO. Davidoff Yamasa or Diamond Crown Black Diamond? Barry, go first. Uh, I picked Diamond Crown Black Diamond. Um, oh. Of those five cigars, that's hands down my favorite. However, I think the Avo Synchro Nicaragua is going to win. Avo passing away. I think a lot of people are going to gravitate to give him his uh, last great shiny moment in memory of. And so I'm going to go Avo Synchro Nicaragua. It's going to look so weird. Avo Cinco Nicaraguan winning best brand in the Dominican Republic. And it would be a second time for Davidoff pulling that off. Really? Okay. Because they had the best brand for Dominican, and it was Davidoff Nicaraguan. Okay. Uh, for that reason, I couldn't vote for it. So I voted for Balmoro. Whoa. And Yeho long XO. Shot. It is a long shot. I think it's going to win. I think there's going to be some hype around it. Okay. So, uh... The Balmoral name, although it's here in the United States also, big, big in Europe. And let me tell you, there's a big splash coming just about 10 days away from now. Big splash with Balmoral, Royal Agio, and all that. Um, so Mr. Jonathan goes there. I'm going to go with the Davidoff Yamasa. Davidoff Yamasa. Okay, for Dave's choice. And uh, we'll go from there. Best Dominican Republic. Um, cigar itself is the Davidoff Year of the Rooster 2017 Limited Edition. E.P. Carrillo Selection Oscuro Pyramid Royal. That's a mouthful. Mm-hmm. A Toro Fuente Don Carlos Number no. 3. <clears throat> you got the Gurkha Cellar Reserve 15-Year KOI. And La Flor Dominicana Andalusian Bull. If you all didn't pick the Andalusian Bull to do it all, mm-hmm. then you're crazy. So, Mr. Jonathan says the Andalusian Bull. I concur. Barry says it. And, you know, one thing, that would be my choice, and it is my choice, but the winner, I think, is going to be the Atoro Fuente Don Carlos number three. Your GD mind. And I say that because, again, just like you said about Avo, we have lost Don Carlos, passed away, and they pay homage to him. If, you, if it, this was the cigar industry voting, I would agree with you, but this is consumers, and it just got Cigar Aficionado Cigar of the Year. All right, one more. Let's squeeze this in. Best Value Dominican Republic Cigar. Aging Room Solaris Dominican Sun Grown. Cusano Nicaraguan Esteli. 
again, we're here we are in Dominican Republic. We're saying the Cusano, Nicaraguan, Esteli, Christoph Cameroon, La Galera, Connecticut, or Vega, Fina, Floriza, Fortaleza. Fortaleza, two. You're Italian. That's an Italian word, Fortaleza. Okay. I don't know it. it. He had to read it, so. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I know a Vega Fina. Is it any different than the regular Vega Fina? It's just a size it's, name? I think it's just a, a sub brand of Vega Fina. Okay. So, uh, listen, I, uh, my choice of pick is La Galera, Connecticut. It's the cigar of the year. As of mine, we are the ambassadors of the cigar world, and therefore I think we have great reach, and because of that, everybody's voting La Galera. But I'm not. I am voting La Galera, but mm-hmm. what do I think is going to win is Aging Room. I think they're going to throw it to Aging Room, and uh, I don't know if La Galera is internationally known enough yet. I think they're going to catch up or everything. I'm going to say they're going to pick Aging Room. Barry says they're going to pick La Galera, and Mr. Jonathan says La Galera, La Galera, and that's what again you, you're picking and what you say. Picking and what I think will win. Okay. So early thoughts on the Kalanok 50. Super well balanced. The smoke is starting to kick in as far as that peak goes. I like it, and it's not too peaty. I expected it to be too peaty for me. It's not. It's a slow smoker. The first time I smoked it, I thought it was way too peaty. I think the fact that we sipped a little Lafrog or Lafroig, um, that it neutralized our palate to a degree, and it totally changed my opinion of the cigar. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, the best of Honduran, the best of Nicaraguan, even Mexico, Brazil, Peru, the best cigar lounges in the world, the best accessories, and more. When we return, you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light. For there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Series is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper, fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the diamond crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich. 
and the pissed off Kristoff is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Kristoff cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes. Four sizes, including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the Pissed Off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple. Exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. I want to tell you about my friend Hochi Blanco, a fourth-generation Dominican cigar maker known for growing tobacco and producing highly acclaimed cigars for other people. As some things stay the same, other things have to change. Finally, Hochi's factory, Tobacalera Palmer, has produced the cigar that not only belongs to the factory, but pays homage to the cigar rolling room known as La Galera. The La Galera Connecticut blend is special, using an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper surrounding a Dominican blend of Piloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and a varietal that Hochi named T112. With the exception of the wrapper, Hochi grows all of the La Galera tobaccos himself and carefully watches over every step. The flavor, smooth, but still offering plenty of flavor in all sizes, paying homage to the people and tools used in the factory. Now for the amazing pot. La Galera, Connecticut has a suggested retail price ranging from $4.95 to $6 and has been awarded the Cigar of the Year by the Cigar Authority. La Galera, Connecticut, creating their own version of the Connecticut cigar because they demand more. This is Eric Hansen from Hammer and Sickle Cigars, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And we are back live from the La Florida Dominicana Cigar Set. You're listening to The Cigar Authority, and we're smoking a PD cigar, something really different, the Kalanok 50. Welcome back, everybody, to The Cigar Authority. Should we continue to drink? Or Would you like to shut con- off? Yes, You're please. Pretty close so to let, shut off. Let me ask you this. I, the Lafroy, which is PD, and the other one is not, Correct. Is, it, is, is it unheard of to do half and half? Yeah. You don't really mix. No? You no. don't mix two scotches together. So what do you recommend that I? I think what we should do is go back to the non-peated one and start to bring out more of the peatiness of the cigar. All right. Yeah, sip, you never mix. Sip it slow over there, Junior. Yeah. Okay, so best. I'll take a double, please. 
<laughs> you forgot to put the thing up on the TV, so you're getting half. There we go. So the best brand in Honduras, and our choices here are the Alec Bradley Post Embargo, Camacho, American Barrel Aged, Aroa, the first 20, Leaf by Oscar, the Oscar, and Rocky Patel's 20th anniversary. What do you say, Barry Stein? Um, first of all, I, I didn't think the Oscar was under Leaf by Oscar. I, I thought it was a separate company. So that threw me off. Okay. Uh, but I voted for Aroa, the first 20. Um, but I don't think that's going to be the winner. I think Rocky Patel's name will carry him into the winner's circle. All right. So you're picking Rocky Patel as your winner, but you personally think it's going to be Aroa. Yeah. So I'm putting you down as Rocky Patel. That's who you think is going to win. This, this one is the toughest one because you really, for the first time in this voting, you've got some monster brands going up against each other. I think that Aroa, the first 20, is going to squeak it out, and I think it's going to squeak it out because the people voting have smoked real cigars all year long, and that one is a standout out of all of them. not taking anything away from them, but that one to me is a standout this year. I agree with you 100% that this one is a, this is tough because it could be anybody that, that wins here. I believe that they chose the Aroa First 20 as the cigar of the year last year as the best. Nothing has really changed on it. We're halfway into the year, so it has to become the Aroa First 20 as uh, my choice also. So that is what we'll So go that's with. what you voted for and you believe is going to go? Correct. Double duty on that one for you. Nice. Uh, best cigar in Honduras, the Alec Bradley Fine and Rare 2016, the Aladino Toro, Flor de Silva Grand P-R-E-S-S-E. Presse. Presse. Maria Mancini, EL 2016 Robusto Particulare, or the Punch Grand Puro Santa Rita, which is uh, Honduran. Yeah, that's the Honduran Punch. What do you think, Mr. J.? There's no question, and it's because I've bought three boxes so far. It's the Aladino all the way. All the you way. bought three. I bought three boxes. It's that good. I think it's the one of the best releases, if not the best release this year, that's not a limited If edition. someone hasn't smoked that, Barry. The Aladino they Toro. They have to smoke it. And the Toro is considerably different than the other sizes, in my opinion. But the Toro is epic. That's who I picked, but I don't think that's who's going to win. Uh, Floyd de Selva is so big in Europe, uh, advertised in every issue of Grand uh, I mean Cigar Journal. So I think the uh, Floyd de Selva Grand Passe is going to win. I'm exactly with you, Barry. Although Aladino Robusto is my favorite Aladino by far, unquestionably. Um, Makes you wrong. But <laughs> Floyd de Silva will be the winner. And 20 cents more, you get a whole extra inch of cigar. It's great. But... The Robusto tastes different than the others. The Toro tastes different than the others, right? So mm -hmm. it tastes different than the Robusto. And the Robusto is the original Camacho Diploma in the early, early days of what that. That's what I taste. That brings me right back uh, to what that is. I agree with that on the Toro. Yeah. It reminded me of that old school yeah. Camacho. Really, really good. So we'll see how that plays out. Best value in Honduras. We have the Camacho Criollo, Flor de Copan, Punch Rare Corojo, Rocky Patel Sungrown, in Villa Zamoro. Zamorano. Zamorano. I don't know that. I don't know that one either. Uh, brown Band. Um, you've definitely had it before. You really? Yes. Wait. Did, did Obviously made a uh, lasting impression. impression. Right. It didn't make an impact on me. <clears throat> okay, so that one's out. So I say best value in Honduras is going to 
Um, I would choose the Rocky Patel Sun Grown, but I will pick Fleur de Copan ends up winning that one. Um, I think Punch Rare Corojo, unfortunately, is going to win. Why unfortunate? Um, it's not the original cigar that came out many years ago. No, it is not. And they admit to it not being the original cigar. So it still has they should have rena- right. They should have renamed it. In my opinion, that's yeah. why I say unfortunately. Uh, but my pick is Rocky Patel Sungrown. For I'm, me, if a cigar changes so much that it's nowhere close to what it was when it came out, it should just be named something different. And uh, I'm Rocky Patel Sungrown all the way, baby. I think in this case, his name carries it. It is a great value. It's a great cigar. I think it stands up to the rest of the bunch. So Barry, you think it's going to be Pantaricarello? Correct. Okay. But it just wouldn't be your choice, but we're caring right now about what that is. Okay, moving along. Best brand in Nicaragua. Best brand in Nicaragua. We have the A.J. Fernandez Bellas Arts, <coughs> Gurkha Heritage, Liga Pavada T52, Rocky Patel, Sun Grown Maduro, and Tatuaje Black. Best brand in Nicaragua. I'm on the fence about this one. This is almost the first time that I wanted to split my vote. Yeah. But I'm not going to because I'm just conceited, and uh, as you'll hear from a mailbag later. Oh, no, no. I'm going Rocky Patel, Sun Grown Maduro as my vote and to take it. Okay. The, I, the only cigar I haven't had on that list is the A.J. Fernandez Bella Ortiz, uh, but I went with pick and win for uh, Tatuaje Black. Tatuaje Black for Barry is the win, and I, too, would choose the Rocky Patel Sun Grown, but I think they give it to the Liga Pavada. No way. Let's see. That's what I think they give it to. Because you're talking about a, there's a lot of fanboys on Liga Pavada. They sold Big the fans. Swisher. They're voting. There's no way. They're voting. And there's nothing wrong with the Liga Pavada T52. Don't get me wrong. But they're going to, we're talking about this is a People's Choice Awards. So do you think, well, you got a good argument there. Are there more fans of Rocky Patel or Liga Pavada? All right, so but just the I'm, three that we have picked there, Liga Pravada, Rocky Patel, and Tatuaje, we're kind of all in the same area, right? Yeah. You can almost never have them in stock with the Liga Pravada. You can almost never have them in stock with the Tatuaje Black. Less people had to have smoked them. Rocky Patel is in full bore production. He's never out of stock. Yeah. Everybody smokes it. Everybody likes it. They have to take the Maduro. you got a good argument there. But Rocky Patel could pick up the category before that. He's probably going to take both, as predicted by yours truly. Okay, we'll see what happens. Best cigar in Nicaragua. Best cigar in Nicaragua. CAO. Pallone Robusto? Pallone? My Father, the Judge, Grand Robusto. Oliva, Series V, Milanio, Double Toro. Padron, 1964 anniversary, Hermoso Maduro. Or the Perdomo. Bourbon Barrel Aged Epicure, Connecticut. It's not even a contest. It's not even. A, it's not a fair fight. You know what? I would have voted for Perdomo. I'm having a little friendly um, spat with him. Yeah. You know, his, his daughter, I think, went to University of Alabama. Uh, yeah. I'm a big Florida State fan. They're meeting each other in the first game of the year. Um, so I voted for uh, the Perdomo. <laughs> but, 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 but I think Perdomo is going to win. But I voted for uh, okay. Padron. So, but your vote for who's going to win is going to be Perdomo. 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 Yeah. Jonathan. Th- this is he's he's got the only Connecticut in the in the series here. Eighty percent mm. of people yeah. smoke the Connecticut. It's going to be Perdomo, and, and not taking anything away from the other cigars, but 
His cigar is exactly the same every single time. It's Perdomo all the way. If he loses by one vote, I'm going to feel horrible. Yeah. Well, I'm, I might punch you for him. <laughs> and I took Perdomo myself. So uh, Go Seminoles. In, in both ways. Not only do I think it's going to win, it would be my choice yeah. on that also. Uh, let's go to best value. Best value, we have the Asylum. Schizo? Schizo. Schizo. Brick House. Fluid de Las Antillas. Elysion Rothschilds and Padron Classic Series, the regular Padron Classic Series. Best value in Nicaragua. I nearly, this one I'm almost split on as well, uh, but I'm going to go with my boy Tom Azuka. He's my personal friend. Is the schizo for I Mr. I think he Jonathan. takes it. He got my vote, and I think he takes it. Okay. Barry? Um, I think Flor de Las Antillas. Um, such a well-known cigar. I don't think the Schizo is well-known as some of the other Asylum lines. It was well-known enough to get nominated. So I'm going Flor de Las Antillas. Well, by far the most well-known brand of that whole thing and the winner, mm-hmm. what I chose and the one that's going to win is going to be the Padron Classic Series. What sells more than that? You're right. What You're sells right. more than that? Best brands in other countries. Alfonso Menendez in Brazil. You know that? No. This is where the problem mm-hmm. arises. Casa Torrent in Mexico. Yes. I know that also. INCA in Inca. Inca. Inca in Peru. Do you know it? No. Me either. Monter. Monte Mon- Pascal. In Brazil. Do you no, know? Yes. You know it? Yep. Red and green label with a P in the middle. Um, oh, I know it too. Yep. yep. Okay. And Villaga Sandoro Maduro Brazil. Um. My choice is Casa Torrent, Mexico. But the winner, who I think is going to win, is Villager. Again, an international brand. Yep. You know, I, go, I, I voted for uh, Villager, and I think they're going to win. And I voted that way because I work with Rene Castaneda, who now works for Villager. Uh, so a little bit of loyalty there in the vote. Um, I haven't smoked really enough of them to have an opinion, so... I don't know the other four at all. The only one I recognized was Villiger, so I gave him the points because I recognized the name. But I, I Gary, felt guilty even voting. Win too? Yeah. Okay. I felt guilty even voting because right, I so never smoked any of them. So we, we, me too. So it's an unfair thing when I don't know, and we're going to see that in this next category right here, which is Best Cigar Lounge. Okay? And I know a lot of these people who have them. My problem is I haven't been to them. So we have the Blend Bar. Road Davidoff Cigars in Indianapolis, USA. I hear it's beautiful. I know the guys that own it. Um, Cigar Club Marvia in Split, Croatia. There is a store in Croatia, a cigar lounge, that actually plays the Cigar Authority on a weekly basis, Mm -hmm. but this ain't it. There's also one in Thailand they play on a regular basis. Cohiba Atmosphere in Bangkok, Thailand. Mm -hmm. While we were in Cuba, we actually saw pictures of it yep. that they put up on the screen. Beautiful. La Casa de Habanos Atmosphere in the Netherlands. No, it's not Atmosphere. It's Elmer's in mm. Netherlands. And Mel Green Gosseberg in Sweden. <laughs> Say that five times fast. And it's terrible to when you have to vote for mm. something and you've never been to any of them. What is the move at this point? And, and you could leave it blank because that would be the fair thing to do. But I ended up picking one. I did too. And it has to be, to me, obviously the same thing I'm picking as the one that would win because I haven't been to any of them. 
So I ended up picking Cohiba Atmosphere, Bangkok, Thailand. I saw beautiful pictures of it uh, while I was in Cuba, and this was um, one of the uh, seminars that we had on it. An unbelievable thing that's going to be um, throughout the world are going to end up putting these things. Mm-hmm. Again, Cigar Journal is an international publication, not yeah. for just the U.S. Um, probably more people have a chance to have seen that or been to it than uh, I've been to none of them. I uh, I went USA. Good. USA. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. That um, was the only, I mean, it, it's in the United States of America. I have a chance that I could possibly go there because, as you all know, I'm not traveling around the world. I don't like to travel. So I might go there someday. So I picked Indianapolis, USA. I'd like to put forth a vote here yeah. that whoever wins, we travel to and do a remote broadcast from. And uh, I voted with you. I voted for uh, Cohiba Atmosphere in Bangkok, Thailand, okay. um, just because I was looking for Jonathan to have a good time if we do go. One night in Bangkok. Just one yeah. night in Bangkok. <laughs> so uh, speaking of lounges, wait till you see what's going to happen here on the Cigar Authority. We are changing this whole studio. It's going to be open to the public every single day, and uh, we'll get more into it as time goes on and you start seeing changes. Kicking ass and taking names. Yeah, so now we've got some little bit of time. We've got a few minutes here, so let's go to the best cigar accessory. Okay, we have the Bovida. That's the little pack that goes into the uh, humidifiers, yep. right? We have the C-I-G-S-O-R. Cigarser. It's like a scissor. Cigar scissor, I think. It's a cigar scissor. I think. Sigsor. And what I should have done is actually look that up because I don't know exactly what that one is. Um, the Cohiba V-Cut. Calibri. Calibri. V-cut. Yeah, I said Cohiba, and I did this last one. It's the Calibri V-Cutter, and this is the deep V-Cutter that is probably in Mr. Jonathan's pocket right now. It's in my sweatshirt pocket right down there. Okay. Yeah. We have the Lotus Jaws Cutter, which I have right here in front of me that I use every single week. Yep, as do I. And we have the Zycar XO Cutter, and this is the new round one that yep. cuts to the side. It's pretty cool looking. Pretty cool looking. Cool looking. A little awkward in the hand, but definitely cool looking. Okay, so what do you say, Barry Stein? Um, as you know, much to your chagrin, I was never using a cutter. I picked up horrible habits in Miami. Yeah. Uh, been up here three years. I've only bought one cutter. Made sure I haven't lost that cutter. Therefore, I voted for the Lotus Jaws. Lotus Jaws for Barry Stein. And uh, I love my V cutter, and it is small, and it, and it fits in my pocket and all that, but the best cut that I get is from the Lotus Jaws cutter, so I had to, even though I use the Calibri V cutter, I went with the Lotus Jaws cutter because it is a better cutter, and that's the only reason. And you think it's going to win all And I think it's going to win. And I also went with the Lotus Jaws cutter. I am not a big fan of the V cutter, but I'll tell you, if you like a V cutter, there is no V cutter like the Calibri. Correct. You know, there's imitators already that are on the market imitating this thing. By far, it's the best V-cutter. You cut cigars for me and say, here it is. It goes so deep. It's so good. It opens the cigar, but it's very good. It's very good. But I am always a fan of opening the cigar as completely as possible. I have to taste cigars for a living. I need a straight cutter. Nothing works like the jaws. It locks onto the edge. There's no rollover. And that was the the tiebreaker for me because they're both revolutionary. But the one that just, I mean, it goes through the cellophane if you cutting a cigar and you end up with a stem in it it just chews right through it every single time 
You can't go wrong with that Jaws cutter. There we go. Rudy would like us to lift the band on you drinking, by the way, for the uh, second hour. Really? Because he likes when you're loaded. Uh, that was by via text message. All right. Keep them going. Keep them going. Yeah. I have the rest, rest of this one. There we go. That ought to kick in during the break. Dripping on yourself. It's great. Yeah, I it's, love already, it. it's already starting, right? There's one category I wish they put in. I mean, as retailers, you know what sells from what you're ordering. You know, but if you go to a certain cigar shop in Texas, they're so heavy on Lancero. You go in New York City when the taxes was high, everybody was smoking 60 ring gauges. I would have loved if they had a category for favorite cigar size. It would be skewed. Because the, would the geek the, is the one that's going to be voting. Look at us. So it's going to end up being some geek size like Corona or Lancero. It's not going to be the 60 ring gauge. It's not going to be the Toro. I think if you would take the lore of averages... It still would have worked out and maybe put an end to the argument to the best size. What I'll tell you as a retailer, you know, what, what a magazine comes with their top ratings and stuff does not have a lot of play to me. What does have a lot of play is something like this because it's people's choice. If something ends up winning on this that we don't carry, I want to try that cigar again. For some reason, I chose that. It wasn't going to be the right thing. Right. I'm not batting a thousand by any means. I need to retry that cigar and then maybe bring that cigar in because obviously the consumer likes it. And I'm a retailer. I'm supposed to sell to the consumer. I don't sell what I like. I sell what they like. And for some reason, this is what they like. And that same is going to go for the accessories and all those things. Let me ask you this. Is there something missing here that besides the size, is there something else we wish we knew what the consumer would choose for the, their favorite whatever? favorite cigar store. I think that um, saying accessory is too broad of a topic. I would have loved to see them split that out and say lighters, cutters, humidification, Mm -hmm. and really go a little bit deeper. Which is pretty unfair because, you know, we passed over on the Bovita. Bovita is a good product, Mm -hmm. but maybe it's humidifying element. And then at that point, you have all these things and Bovita is part of it. Mm -hmm. And then you may or may not choose Bovita as the best humidifier. But you like the idea of the simplicity of whatever it is. And when it comes to, um, there wasn't a lighter on here. What is the best lighter? Would it be soft flame? Would it be a jet flame? Right. Single torch, double torch, triple, quad. Yeah. And, um, you know, possibly the lighter companies could say what's the best seller for them anyway mm-hmm. and give that information. But you as the consumer, this is really great information for me. You know, we spent uh, an hour on this subject of it because to, to me personally, I, I find it fascinating of what is going to end up winning. And I'm going to follow it all the way through uh, of finding out from you, the consumer, what you like the best, not what we like. I like the fact that this does bring the consumer in. And it's what separates Cigar Journal from the other magazines is right. they're bringing the consumer in and, and allowing people to have a say. I think that that's much more valuable than just a couple of dudes in a back room picking something. There we go. So final thoughts here on the Kalanak. 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 He's drunk pour, already, Rudy. Pour me another one, yeah. folks. drunk already. <laughs> the Kalanak 50. I don't know about you guys, but a little bit of cinnamon bouncing back and forth with some salt and pepper. And, and, and I'm going to put the peat aside because that's an obvious prevalent thing. But the one thing I'll say about Lefroig is it is known for having a salty component to it. Mm. And that saltiness comes across yes. in the cigar. Yes, it does. But not all the time. Mm. It's bouncing back and forth with the sweetness of the cinnamon. Mm. And that must be that Corojo bringing that sweet spice mm. to the game. It's like I said with the 25%, anybody can enjoy it. 
but I truly believe that to enjoy the 50%, if you're not a, a PD guy, you need to at least put a little bit on your palate because it totally changes the way the cigar is. It's meant it, to be smoked it, with scotch. 100%. I'm enjoying this tremendously, and if you asked me two weeks ago before today, I would have cringed at smoking the 50 just because I don't like PD scotch. Yeah. But with the scotches, it... It changes the cigar dramatically that I am totally enjoying it. Do you find that you like both scotches with the cigar, or are you still gravitating toward the Glenn Levitt? I like the fact that we did the Laphroaig before we lit up. I really think that's what changed the cigar dramatically. But smoking it, I like mixing it with the non-peaty scotch, like the Glenn Levitt. Or if I'll or do it at Glenn. home, I'll do it with yeah, any Glenn I'll do. Um, but it's just an excellent cigar, and it pairs so well with scotch. What about you? Because you're not much of a drinker at all. I, w- I purposely have not smoked it because I thought it would be too peaty, and I was going to not like it. I am so pleasantly surprised. I more than like it. Mm-hmm. I, I love the cigar. It, it's um, burning well, tasting great. Uh, I'm loosening up here. I think it's... Uh, <laughs> He's in I, the bag, Rudy. I, I'm not. I'm feeling. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling no pain. I got. I got a little warmness in me, uh, but I. I think it's meant to be smoked with a scotch, and if you don't, you're missing. You're missing uh, the Yeah, boat. this is one. If you're going to have a scotch, try it with that. So give it a shot. I, I think you're going to be uh, pleasantly surprised yourself. So that's the Kalanok 50. There's a 25 out there, uh, which I like very much. The 50, I think I might like more. So we'll see. Okay, it's time for the break. When we come back, it's the 4th of July weekend, and whereas Tuesday is the 4th of July, it is a very long weekend. Do you have all the cigars you need? What will you be smoking? Do you have a firecracker? Well, we do, and we're going to light it up when we return. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Stepping into the aging room has a new meaning at Aging Room Cigars as Raphael Nodel has traveled to Spain, where the idea for Aging Room Solera was born. The Solera method of aging has been used for centuries in the making of wine, sherry, brandy, and rum. The method mixes different vintages, allowing them to age together. For Aging Room Solera, Raphael takes several tobacco vintages and puts them in bales where they age together for another 12 to 18 months. This allows the tobaccos to marry for a longer period of time. At the end of the aging process, Aging Room Solera becomes a balanced and complex cigar with a fantastic price point. Aging Room Solera. It will have you call it for an encore. In a time where humidors are overflowing and retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling, there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX, all aged to perfection. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, each artfully crafted blend comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Sereno. To create this masterpiece, a combination of hand-selected filler tobaccos from the fertile soil 
oils of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf to bring you an endlessly complex and majestic experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allows the blend to marry, creating unmistakable and ever-changing tasting notes that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating each and every drop. Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available online at TwoGuysCigars.com. Sereno, a majestic cigar aged to perfection. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics. This is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast, or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Mattel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary as the decade on steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's top 25 cigars of the year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary, Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary, Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. The La Galera Habano uses a classic wrapper on a staple cigar for a classy company. Hi there, this is David Garofalo of the Cigar Authority, and I want, no, no, I need to tell you about La Galera Habano. The La Galera Habano is an authentic cigar elaborated with the hands of the best cigar rollers of Tabacalera Palma in the Dominican Republic. Blended around an outstanding, flavorful Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, the Dominican-grown Corojo binder, and the filler made up of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and Peloto Oro, creating a medium to full-bodied, attractively consistent, and aromatic smoke that envies no other. I love this cigar. Have you tried La Galera Habano yet? Well, what are you waiting for? Available at Better Cigar Shops worldwide is La Galera Habano. The wait is over. La Galera Habano. It was 2010 on my 50th birthday. Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars showed up in my office and honored me with a gift. It was a box of cigars. 
But this box of cigars was not what I expected, one I never saw before, something without the Perdomo name on it. It was my name, Garofalo. Garofalo Cigars has my name on it, but it was blended and created by Perdomo as a gift, a gift of a brand of cigars. So what should you expect from a Garofalo cigar? Rich layers of complex flavors, but offered in a mild to medium body profile. A blend comprised of fine Cuban seed Nicaraguan tobaccos, including a triple fermented five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. I'm honored to have Garofalo, my name, surrounding such a wonderful cigar. I would be honored if you would give a Garofalo cigar a try. Garofalo Cigars, an honor. This yep. is the Cigar Authority. That's right. The authority. We can't have anyone freak out out there, okay? On everything cigar. Got too far. In. There's too much to lose. And out of the cigar industry. Keep your composure. With your host, David Garofalo. Count of three, name your favorite dinosaur. Don't even think about it. Just name it. Ready? One, two, three. Velociraptor. Mr. Jonathan. You know what? I respect women. I love women. I respect them so much that I completely stay away from them. Barry Stone. What an incredible Cinderella story. This unknown comes out of nowhere. A former gravekeeper now about to become the Masters champion. It's time to light them up. Favorite non-pornographic magazine to masturbate to. It's time. Good housekeeping. For the Cigar Authority. Can we just become best friends? Yep. We're back with our number two. Broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Set. It's 4th of July weekend. Do you plan on smoking? And if so, will it be explosive? We have uh, one to smoke and planning on the next. Welcome back, everybody, to the second hour of the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority podcast, broadcasting for over eight years and now the longest continually running cigar podcast. Voted the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Voted the top 10 educational podcast by Podbean four years in a row. And now the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest, sort of. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. Catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog on thecigarauthority.com. Okay, so the firecracker, we've been doing this for a long time, and we have a whole bunch of firecrackers we've got over the years. I want to talk about that a bit, but first let's light it up, Barry. What, what, this is the regular firecracker. What's yep. the story here? Yep. In 2006, David Garofalo was sitting with a well-known cigar manufacturer when he asked them to roll a cigar with a fuse on it. With hesitation, the cigar was ro- rolled, and history was made. We'll go over shortly some of the past makers of the limited edition, but in addition to the limited edition, there is the limited production firecracker made at Leandis Cubanus, which is the version we light up today. The original short format cigar with a fuse is the Corojo firecracker measuring at 3x50. This stick with a closed foot packs an explosive punch. It has a Nicaraguan Oscuro Corojo wrapper, Nicaraguan binder, and Criollo and Corojo in the filler. I okay. think, yes, if I'm not mistaken, this is the cigar that has been smoked the most on the show because we do it every single year. Every year. Same exact one, right? Right. We go to the regular stock firecracker. And surprising us, walking in from United Cigar is Oliver Nouveau. Ended up coming in, and he's got shorts on. He's got a baseball cap up backwards. Is that backwards he baseball cap? He looks like yeah, he, he frequents is. truck stops in that <laughs> outfit. I'm just saying. He doesn't look like and the And he ain't a top. He ain't the uh, cigar salesman that comes in on 4th of July weekend, huh? No, he's not. 
So uh, let's give it a cut and light. It's time to cut a cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. We got a whole lot of ash holes sitting over there. So this is, uh, and this is a surprise he showed up, but uh, it's 4th of July, and, and it's United Cigar that has the firecracker, and here he is showing up. He just had the... Had the feeling. Unfinished foot. So, so the draw is a little snug. It's not tight, tight, but it's a little snug, and I expect that to open up when we hit it with our Vertigo Stealth Lighter. The opposite of stealth. You, how do you miss this? No, you can't hear this. When you throw it and hit someone in the back of the head, they, yeah, they, they can't, can't hear, even it. hear it. It's like silent and then silence. This features a double action, which means when you push down the button to ignite, you also pop the top, igniting all three jets Fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank, it retails for $29.99. And this bad Larry looks like a $100 lighter all day, every day. And so question. Yep. You cut it. You light it. Do you leave the fuse attached to the cigar or do you remove the fuse? I remove it. It bothers me. It, it irritates me that it's hanging on the side, hitting my lip. And that is the second most asked question on the show. Yeah. The first is when Barry says to a manufacturer during an interview, so what do you have new? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> After he's was smoking his new cigar. Yeah. Right. It's like, this isn't new enough. It just came out last week. What's coming out next? Sorry, Barry. I've been drinking. So I, it's okay. It personifies your personality. And as you know, I'm an AH normally half in the bag. You're more debonair lately. Well... We'll I, have, I have tried to embody it, but at drinking, I don't know how this segment's going to go. Really? So uh, what do you plan on smoking for the long weekend? Uh, for me, my brother and I have a long-standing tradition. We smoke the M80 every year because I bought a box for him and I. And we started our tradition, and we smoked the M81, the first one, yep. together. And then I had to buy the M82 because it was a 15-count box. It's an odd number. Okay. So I needed another box. So that I could have an even number so we could get through ah. that. So the problem is now we end up smoking that too. Instead both of, of them. Yeah, instead of waiting, it, so it ends up being both. So but seven years, it's going to be over, and that's going to be it. He hasn't smoked the Kalanok yet, so we're going to smoke Kalanok 25 and 50. We're going to each light up a Padron 50th, uh, and we're going to each light up a Byron Disquinditos. The order is unclear, but he takes care of the meat. He goes beef. He goes big. He smokes it for a long time. We got nice. a lot of smoking to do. I was getting do. nervous where this was going. And so because he supplies an inordinate amount of prime cut, grade A beef, I got to come packing with the cigars. I got to bring something that wows them. And we just hang out and we drink scotch. We shoot guns. We shoot bows. We make zip lines. We weld. We bang metal. We are. Yeah. And it's just like a day for him and I. All right. Nice. How about you, Barry? Um, I don't have the discipline to save cigars, <laughs> so my M80s were gone in three days. My yeah. Crow Magnum firecrackers were gone in three days. My Fratello firecrackers were gone in three days. Yeah. So I had to pick up some Berlin Wall yesterday. Okay. There's nothing sounds like America than Berlin <laughs> Wall. And uh, I picked up a couple more of Davidoff Master Collections, and uh, something tells me I'll be making a, a quick trip on Monday for more cigars. To two guys. Yeah. I, my tradition is that we're in the Garofalo compound. We end up smoking, I say we, me and my daughter at least. Uh, 
If anybody comes over, that's fine. They can have whatever they want. But we have a Garofalo. Her name is Gianna, and we have a La Gianna. Solid. Uh, and then it's going through, and the you know the surprise one will be what's what I'm what am I digging out and end up finding, which I don't know until I end up digging it yep. out. And I, I feel like this, and it's going to be something that I've been saving for a long period of time. But it's uh, and assuming the weather's good. Uh, although I do smoke in my own house, but if it's good, I'm going to be smoking a lot more than. Can I say because I we haven't really talked about how awesome the father and son event was? Yeah. Slash father daughter, and I brought my daughter for the first time because she's moving to Australia, and so one of my contingencies was all right. I will back this 100 percent, but I need a couple things out of you. You got to learn how to shake hands. You got to learn how to drive a standard again, and you got to come with me to the father daughter cigar dinner. And I got to thank you and retailers out there that aren't doing something like this. Yes. You've got to do it because you're missing it. I, I always liked the event because it was so low-key, but I love that event. And my daughter wants to go back next year. She's already talking about it. Yeah. It, is, it was the best event I've ever been to, and it was because she was there. And, and kudos to you for putting it together. And you basically have your father-daughter time frequently with Gianna because you take events like this because we don't close all that often. Yeah. You take the 4th of July, and you guys bond. It's awesome. Yeah. So other retailers out there. Do a cigar dinner. Father and son have a, a ticket price for a father and son or father and daughter, whatever it is. And you're going to have some of your customers bring in their, their children that are of age. And the opposite will happen. Some of your customers will bring their fathers. And it's a nice get-together, and it's a build-up thing. It's not going to be a giant thing or something like that, but it'll build as years go on. And if you – I've lost my father, and I would have a cigar with him every Sunday and can't do it anymore. I miss it, and you don't know what you have till it's gone. Right. So let me tell you, it's a big thing, and I'll I'll be thanked years from now by people uh, as people pass away and stuff. I'm thanking and, you now. Yeah. Good. I'm thanking you now. Good. Uh, special foods on on Fourth uh, of July. Is I don't it, is think it all that barbecue? we even make vegetables. Mm-hmm. I think <laughs> good. It's the only time a year that I only eat meat. Good. Because that's all my brother will cook. Yeah, Monday, uh, Tuesday is going to be a, you got the a, bad brother. a cheat day for me. I'm going to do some baby back ribs. I'm going to do some uh, steaks, a whole, bottle, a whole lot of burgers. Yeah. Yeah. Me I'm too. Gonna, it's, it's, about, it's about barbecuing, right? Or, no, it's about freedom and the barbecue. And, and, and barbecue is, the, is a bad word because the guys in Texas saying that's not barbecue, making right. hamburgers, hot dogs, right. steaks it's on the grilling. Grilling, right? No, I assure you that my brother's barbecuing. All right, so I'm looking forward to that, and uh, we'll tell you all about it next week of uh, what we ended up doing for it anyway. But right now it's time to find out what's up in the cigar world with Barry. It's time for What's What's Up up? in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse Cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled end to bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse Cigar today. Well, today marks the start of a new tobacco tax in California, which has increased 150%. The new tobacco tax of 65% at a wholesale price has caused some concern for attendance at IPCPR. And as a result, Recluse Cigars has decided to stay home this year and not attend the annual convention 
And Dave, you might know somebody else that is There's a in whole Go? bunch. Next week, we're going to go through a whole bunch, a whole list of not only new cigars that are mm-hmm. coming out, which everybody says, what's happening at the trade show? Mm-hmm. Who's coming in? What's going on? Who's the new cigars? Who's mm-hmm. the new thing? The more important or the more interesting thing this year is going to be who doesn't even show up. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't even show up is going to be very interesting because there's a lot going on out there, uh, most of which I can't talk about, but I'll tell you. At, we talk about acquisition mode. Well, that's the up. other thing is who who's not showing up, but who shows up and is for sale versus who shows oh, up yeah. and is packing and, and with the money. Packing with the money. And one for sure, off the record here, <coughs> nobody's listening, right? Eric Hansen, Hammer and Sickle, is in the acquisition mode. He's looking to buy. He has a brand that doesn't make predicate dates. You are shut off. You're not supposed to talk well, about that, are you? Probably not. Dude. But he it, he is playing. Along with other people, my, my old good buddy, Mike Cusano, who is Cusano Cigars, is looking around. I've tasted cigars with him. He sent some things up. No band on him, no information or anything. What do you think of this? What do you think of this? What's happening? Uh, boys, he, I'm so sorry. He he's not sh- supposed to be talking he's about this. Talking and about. I, I did it to him. I supplied him with the scotch. I'm liking it because usually I'm the one that puts his foot in his mouth. So, additionally, yeah. before you get in more trouble, the House Agriculture Subcommittee has passed the fiscal year 2018 budget, which for the second time in as many years includes language that would exempt premium cigars from FDA regulation. Just a short step in a very long process on that actually becoming part of the overall 2018 budget. We'll keep our fingers crossed. And additionally, via a voice vote, the Agriculture Committee voted to include language changing the predicate date to August 8, 2016. So there now are two things that would need to be removed. Hopefully at least one of them, if not yeah. both of them, stay in. And there's draconian regulations that the FDA has put forth will isn't, not exist. Isn't that real? It, I read somewhere, isn't it for one year they're looking to get that it, it just it, they're exempt for one year? And that's how they're going to try to squeeze it in? I didn't read the actual bill because you need a law Because you're a newsman? Right. You need a law degree to try to make sense of it. But if it's in there once, isn't it harder to strip something once it's put forth? Sure. But if it's only in there for a year, you have to vote on it after the year is over. Right. But how do you change the predicate date? I agree. I'm just... If the predicate date becomes 2016, in 2019, you go, no, 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 no. It's 1997. Why haven't they done that with cigarettes? No, 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 no. It's 1900. Right. So my fingers are crossed that this could be the first step in the uh, victory that the cigar industry needs. And that's what's up in the cigar world. What's up in the cigar world was brought to you by Recluse Cigars. The Recluse Amadeus Habano Reserva uses grade A Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, a San Andreas binder, a Dominican Lajero Seco, and Pennsylvanian Broadleaf fillet tobaccos, which create a blend we call the Cigar of the Year. Recluse Cigars is What's Up! And looking ahead on our calendar, next week we will have Max Bickler from Rocky Patel Cigars here. We're going to be talking about the IPCPR, all the new cigars, who is going to the IPCPR, and more importantly, who is not going to the IPCPR. Um, And as I say, acquisition mode, lots of stuff's going on. People are talking. This is down to the wire here. Uh, I mean, they may buy their booths. They may walk into their booth and say, here's the money, get out. And just walk out with, you know, this, it, it, get out. unbelievable time, yeah. 
I'm going to buy where, you where's, right Where's now. all the stuff? I need the, the order sheets, and then you can leave. Right. We don't need you anymore. You, may you are officially on vacation. You're going to see there's, there's guys going down. There's guys going out. There's guys being bought. This is, this is the week. I'm hearing so much is this, going on at the same time. It's crazy. Are we at dime on a dollar right now? Are we at pennies on the dollar? Well, that's the thing. So some people are saying, well, my brand is worth all that much and stuff. There's a whole bunch of people out there. And, you know, the smart ones that want to get out are going to, you know, do you try to sell your house for the most amount you can? There's two houses being sold on the street. What are you, you going to do? Right? Let me tell you, there's not two houses on the street being sold right now. Right. There's the whole, whole street's bunch. for sale. Right. Everything's yep. for sale. I mean, I've heard some huge rumors. I haven't drank enough to spill the means. But I've heard some he rumors has. that would blow your mind. Oh, my God. It's crazy that it's out there. Maybe we're going to get to them. We'll, you know, we have to actually mm-hmm. have a talk before the show next yeah. week. And let's put something together. Yeah, you have to sober up before well, the show next week. I tell you not to. Hashtag, to, it's about the rumor. There's, oh a, there's a lot going on. It's, it's more than rumors, man. These are factual things that are yeah. happening. And what's going to make it all the way through. But people are talking to other people. Amazing stuff that, that's happening out there. Uh, we'll get into it with Max Pickle from Rocky Patel next week. The following week, we're going to be live from the IPCPR trade show. If something's happened, we'll actually say it from there of what has already ended up happening. So we're going to be Is out Is it here. fair to say live? Well, we've got lots of tape things we're going to play, okay. but we're going to do the show, yeah. and then Barry's going to insert and, and get this thing. Put it together, and we are going to be We're not going to be dead at the IPCPR. Hopefully, we'll be alive. <laughs> um, July 22nd, uh, we come back from the show, and the this, this stories will continue because mm-hmm. Steve Saka is going to be with us. Mm-hmm. Going to tell us. You do uh, this on purpose. You give me agita. Thank God the years that you're taking off my life are the ones that someone's going to be wiping my butt. July 29th, make your way to Two Guys Smoke Shop in the Cigar Authority podcast because AJ Fernandez will be live in studio and here <coughs> all day at the shop. Come and see him. And uh, if you're bilingual, please come and see him because we're going to need the help. Uh, August 5th, Rocky Patel himself will be on the show, and we got lots and lots of stuff uh, as uh, by that point. We should have a full-blown different studio. Things are going to change. You're going to see a lot of stuff here, and uh, it should be great. So that's the calendar of upcoming shows. Right now, it's time for the Don Raphael Offer of the Day. It's time for the Don Raphael Offer of the Day, brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Everyone has a price. Would you do this? And if so, for how much? And Chuck Morrison is not with us anymore. So I guess all bets are off. And we can get down and dirty now. Oh, yeah. So, uh, you still have a gentleman on the set, so I'd like do. you to keep it at least PG-13. $5,000. I'm in. Drink grandma's pee. Oh. <laughs> do it for 500 <clears throat> There's a whole subcategory on X-Hamster for that. <laughs> Grandma, you have a going thing. Annex video, <laughs> you're <laughs> saying. You have a going a little party thing. She pees in there. You drink it. It's 5000 cash. Boom. Bring your checkbook, buddy. I don't even have to drink for that one. It doesn't Pound surprise it. me. He'll lick a urinal. Why not drink grandma's pee? It's the weirdest thing. It's the thing. next step. He won't eat a funny bone. Drink grandma's pee. I'm into the whole golden thing, so yeah. it's, I'm all in. Seriously. Five grand, please. You overbid on that one. Really? Overbid. Barry? There's a lot of things that I would do. That's not one of them. No. No. I'll pass. a week. Even after having a couple of scotches, then just shoot shoot it? No. no. I wouldn't even need the scotch. I'd just be like, all right, meme, P. 
pee in this. Although me personally, probably not much difference between Grandma's pee and Petey Scotch. But yeah, the answer is no, 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 no. The answer is no. <laughs> Absolutely not. Don't do that. So that is it. So uh, what's our early thoughts on the firecracker? This is Corojo. This is Corojo and Criollo. It is similar if you remove the peat from the Kalanok. It, that early part of the Kalanok, minus the peat on your lips, very similar. No, because it's Corojo wrapper. Yeah. That's what it is. And it's burning so slow. That's the thing. We're half, a, half an hour into a three-inch cigar. Three and a half three, inches, I think. Three, three inch, I think. I think it's three. Three-inch three cigar, half hour into Well, I still it. have two inches left. Right. Hang on. It's burning very yeah, slow. Two Stay inches lit. left. I didn't relight. Nothing. It's staying lit. It's overlooked because, you know, Leander's Cubana. Let's face it. The average person doesn't know Leander's yeah. Cubana. It's overlooked because of this all the different ones. This is where Recluse is made. Recluse. Yeah. So you know it and love it. It doesn't, to me, it doesn't get the love that it should deserve. You know, everybody jumps on the limited well, this, editions. Yeah, this is one that continues to stay on. And we, in order to continue to have an FDA-approved product, we have to keep something on the market. This is the one on the market. I take nothing away from it. I love the cigar. It's, there's nothing wrong with it. But when all of a sudden there is the, there's only 500 boxes of this, then boom, the gone. attention, yeah, the attention it gets a lot of attention. But there's, you know, what sells more? These this sell one more definitely sells because more. these sell all the time, every day, all the time. If you're looking for something, for and I know it's the firecracker, and people associate that with the Fourth of July, mm-hmm. but. We sell an awful lot of these in the wintertime when the guy's looking short, for a short, shorter smoke. smoke. It's a great dog walker. What are you talking? A five dollar cigar, right? Yeah, what is it? Five ninety nine? Yeah. yeah. Use so, Dave Math on that, it's five dollars. Yes. Well, you buy by the box, I'm sure. There's a discount, you get it down to five. See how he uh, overlooks yeah. the Dave Math part? He overlooks that. Yeah. All right, let's take a break. We come back. Uh, there's there's been many versions of the firecracker. But who should we do next? What should be the next firecracker for 4th of July next year? So we're already, as soon as we finish one, we're going on to the next. We're trying to figure that out. Maybe you'll be some help here. Gentleman Chuck Morrison is gone, but not forgotten. Gentleman Jonathan will go solo. Mr. Gentleman Jonathan, do you? A classic three-way. That's very undebonair of you. A classic three-way and lots more. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Smokey Joe's is changing the dress code when it comes to enjoying a premium handmade cigar. Using the finest materials of velvet and silk, their smoking jackets are made for a lasting impression. Smokey Joe's has fitted the likes of Smokey Robinson, James Brown, Sammy Davis Jr., and now they want to fit you, too, with a smoking jacket. Proudly designed and manufactured in the USA, Smokey Joe's invites you to feel the inspiration of fashion from an era 
where clothing was designed using only the finest materials and craftsmanship. Smokey Joe's clothing continues to be a story of America at its best. Innovation, hard work, and fearless enterprise. When you light up the best, smoke it while wearing the best. Smoking Joe's Smoking Jackets. Available at SmokeyJoe'sClothing.com. That's SmokeyJoe'sClothing.com. Be sure to tell them the Cigar Authority sent you. Let's talk a little about Rough Rider Cigars. So here is where the motorcycle culture meets Cigar Nation. This badass-looking cigar uses the name Rough, but delivers a smooth as silk ride each and every time. Even before lighting one, you can't help but notice its sweet-like honey flavor. Smooth and creamy, resembling slightly sweetened butter. Outstanding! The Rough Rider Cigar is so beautiful in so many ways. We're talking a premium cigar, imported, long filler cigar, but wait till you hear the price. Every cigar is in the $3 price range, that's right. Even the Churchill in the 6x60, every cigar is in the $3 price range. Rough Rider Cigars, there's nothing rough about Rough Rider except the name. Rough Rider Cigars. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars and the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Provider number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Founded in 1989 by Mariana and Nestor Miranda, Miami Cigar & Company proudly celebrates their 25th anniversary with the release of their flagship brand, the Nestor Miranda Collection. Made in Esteli, Nicaragua by Don Pepin Garcia, the collection is available in three distinct wrappers aimed to please even the toughest critic. Nestor Miranda Collection. You only get one life. How will you live yours? Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake. Jose Dominguez, not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. 
You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. In 1848, in honor of the English poet Lord Byron, a cigar brand named Byron was first created. Through three centuries, Byron has gone through many hands, but today it is back with the family that first created them. Returning to the early days, now the brand, in a very limited quantity, is produced in a small factory in Costa Rica. Nelson Alfonso offers three Byron blends honoring all three centuries of Byron, Siglo 19, Siglo 20, and Siglo 21. Other cigars sit in an aging room for 60 days, but every Byron cigar sits in an aging room for a period of at least one full year, then and only then into ultra-luxurious porcelain jars and state-of-the-art cigar humitubes packaging. Sure, Byron's packaging is unique and costly to produce, but nothing else will do for a cigar of this quality and taste. Byron Cigars. Cigars of poetry. Sophisticated. Byron. Hi, this is Tony Serino. And this is Carson Serino. From Serino Cigars. You are listening to the Cigar Authority. On the United Podcast Network. And we are back, broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Set. Gentleman Jonathan is doing it debonair style, while Barry gets crazy in the asylum. And who should be making the next explosive firecracker cigar for us? Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. We are smoking the firecracker. And we have been doing it for a while. Uh, it is um, grandfathered in. I mean, we got enough years in on this, uh, more than 10 years. So um, we started off with Don Pepin Garcia making the cigar for us. We moved on to the Black Bombs, if you remember that one. Yep. Little, little five packs of firecrackers, um, Doc Doc Maduro cigars. Moving on to the firecracker we're smoking now. Then it was the M80 version 1 later followed by La Fleur Dominicana, on to the M80 version 2, Cro-Magnon, Fratello, and uh, that's what we've had so far. So The only one I've never smoked was the Pepin one. Oh, really? Yeah, it wasn't, you know, I started here three years ago. That came out, obviously, in, like, 06. I wasn't really aware of the whole two guys thing until you decided to uh, raffle off a cigar tanker at one of your anniversary There we dinners. go. That caught your attention? That got my attention. Yeah. But that's the only one I haven't smoked. So, yes, I am hinting if you have one, I would like one. I probably do. You're not really much of a hinter. (laughs) You're not subtle in any way. Definitely not. So the question is, we can always go back, and we we did it to Fleur Dominicana, actually, in between that also, that had them back a little bit in between. Um, We had um, the my father, or at that time, uh, Don Papin Garcia, um, back a couple of times in between there also. But do we bring back the Cro-Magnon, do we bring back La Fleur Dominicana again, Don Papi Garcia? Do we bring back the original one? Do we bring back Tatuaje and have an MAD Part 3? Mm-hmm. And that's assuming any of these people want to do something with us again. Uh, or do we go somewhere where we haven't gone before is the question. And I'd love to hear it. Uh, Barry's talking about if we end up uh, getting a list together or something, mm-hmm. we can put something on Yeah, we could, right after the show's over, if we can whittle down our list to about five or six people, uh, we'll put it up on the Cigar Authority on the right-hand side, um, at the very top, above the most recent podcast. We'll put it up there for a week, and uh, maybe we'll share the results next week. All right, I have an idea. Okay. Maybe. 
So we all know what jumping jacks are. Yeah. They're firecrackers that are strung together, right? So we do a firecracker, and we, the slang term for it, because you can't come up with new brands, would be the jumping jacks. It's a 10-pack set. You got five Atabay on one side. You got five Byron on the other side. Boom. You yeah, got the, the jumping jacks. We can do a five-pack. We can do a 20-count box, and we can do a 25-count so box. Then it's two 10-packs. It's two sets of jumping jacks, and you got Atabay and Byron, and they are... 20 bucks a piece. <laughs> right. <laughs> Hundreds of dollars. And, and it's the most expensive firecracker set. Just add that to the list, parents. All right. right. Yeah, you got to wait a while. Buy yeah, he's going to make it, and he's going to age it for seven years, so let's get him on that now. Well, he's got five-year-old tobacco. He's just got to wait two years. So i got a list here. This is 2019. So I'm going to put in a vote for, All right. for Ed, who I work with. He said a debonair firecracker. Debonair firecracker. Debonair. Okay. So but that would be interesting. You don't even talk about it? You just add it to the list because you're writing the list? Well, I'll cross off as things get crossed off. Okay. This cross that off. Forget it. I'm just kidding. You keep it. So it's good. what about the guy that we cut every cigar with having a Perdomo firecracker? I'm going to be a little biased here yeah. because you know I love Perdomo. Yeah. The best thing that he makes... It's the Bourbon Barrel Age Connecticut for regular production. It has to be that. It'll be the first ever Connecticut Shade Firecracker. There has been for Connecticut Firecrackers as samples. Samples. Never released. It never came out. I agreed to it, but it just never came out. That's the win. All day, every day. Nothing sells better than his Connecticut. But the idea of a firecracker is boom. <coughs> Who's more boom than Nick Perdomo? It's, it's, a milder, it's a milder cigar for Perdomo, but it's not a mild cigar. No. So if I add this to the list in the poll, do I put Perdomo, Connecticut? I would say just put Perdomo. Just brand name. That's what I'm thinking. I mean, we could possibly come out with the firecracker, and that year it comes out with Connecticut, Sun Grown, and Maduro. Stop talking crazy, because... 333 boxes of each. For the 33rd anniversary? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. And if you buy all three, yes. you get a little extra discount. Yeah, something like that. Huh? I think Michael Jackson put it best when he said, um, hee hee. Yeah. I thought he was going to tell me to beat it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. What do you think? So, so Barry's a big, you know, smaller brands, geeky brands, Mm -hmm. uh, things with a lot of social media attention to it. Submarine sandwiches. Let's go with Crown Heads. What if Crown Heads made a firecracker? Where do you sit on that, Barons? Is there enough geek factor? Depends on what cigar. Well, Crown Heads could do it at the My Father Factory. Factory. Would they do it? Which would be the third one that they did because mm-hmm. they did Tatuais, they mm-hmm. did Theas, and they did Crown Heads. Or they could go to Ernesto Carrillo's factory where we've never done one before, and there's mm-hmm. the godfather of the fuller body geek cigar. Mm-hmm. He's the first one. So Crown Heads. Got interesting. To, all right, so I like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, this one, if we want to sell a lot of boxes. We want to sell a lot of cigars. Mm. We want to get a lot of attention. And I don't know if they would do it, but I would love it. Padron. Can you imagine a Padron firecracker? That is everything. That is geek appeal. That is the guy that buys boxes every single week. You could, If you could do the natural, you could hit everybody. The All problem right, with I Firecracker... I think it's got to be the Maduro. The problem with, be the Maf- Maduro. No, the problem with Firecracker, I think, is that you isolate those fuller-bodied smokers. So what do you want to sell? Instead of selling out in six hours, you want to sell out in two? What's the difference? They're all going to yeah. sell. Yes, 
It doesn't matter. Order mm. more. Mild ones. And no, sell out yeah, in I, six yeah, and then sell 5,000. And it's not a thing of ordering more. I mean, you, when, when you come up with something like this, you shut a factory down when this mm. ends up happening because they don't make a cigar with a long pigtail. They don't mm. make that size. They've got to cut it down. Unfinished foot. We ask for a lot. We ask for a lot. Um, what about, you want some geek appeal, Steve Saka? There's some geek appeal. So do we do it with, uh, you know, Mi Korea? Do it with the, the only way I think that it works with Saka is Saka's here for the launch. He's on the show. It doesn't matter. It matters. I think it matters. He's got geek appeal, but he's got the geek appeal when it, he's in the store. Listen, what should happen is Firecracker comes out. This year we had Fratello. A lot of people never had Fratello before. Everybody bought the cigars, mm. and they say, that cigar was fantastic. Now let me show you regular Fratellos. And, yep. you know, little bigger size, a little milder, but it's the same exact flavor profile of what it is. Here, try it, and then we, the, the brand gets grown internationally because of it. So it's a, pl- it's a win-win. It's a win for the consumer. It's a win for us, and it becomes a win for um, the brand itself, I hope. I mean, that's the idea behind it. Um, what soccer one would be the best one? Um, I would probably go Mikaida. Yeah? Yeah, that's probably what I would go with. Value. Value. Kristoff. There's another one that has a look to it. You're going to want to go pissed off Kristoff. It's too strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too strong. Pissed off firecracker. I like it. Um, A rumor that I accidentally started online that got legs was uh, Cro-Magnon Neanderthal, which is the flat top. Uh, Pro Magnon. And from what I heard from one of our customers who talked to them, that they tried it and said they were having a hard time trying to keep the pigtail on on the flat top. So it might be a rounded head, but Skip said, I'm waiting for the check. So Skip pretty much said that he would be in. All right, so let's put Pro Magnon on for a a second time. Uh, AJ Fernandez. Interesting. Very interesting. He's got some geek appeal, but also makes an awful lot of cigars. He makes cigars for other people, so he would tend to possibly agree to do something like this. Well, that's the other thing is getting someone to agree. Right. Listen, we write him down. We end up saying this is the guy we want to go to, and it wouldn't be my first time being shut down. Now, you got chat rooms asking what about Aroa? Well, I was just going to say, I was going to say... If you went with Aroa and you did Asylum, could you do a 60 ring gauge firecracker and do a thicker one? Too bad. Can you, I don't know what FDA, but can you call it the Blockbuster? You can change the name. Yeah, so the Firecracker Blockbuster. The Blockbuster, let me memorize that. That was the quarter stick of dynamite that was with the really loud boom. Yeah, yeah, right. So, and it was was Cherry Bomb. It was Cherry Bomb Blockbuster. Blockbuster was a thicker. Was a thicker one, a lot of wax on top because it held all that dynamite or whatever else in it. I've always been a fan of wax on. Wax on, wax wax off. Um, So, Asylum, that's good. Camacho, bold. Eric Lee's asking about Illusioni. I don't know if that would make the cut, but. Yeah. The problem, well, Illusion doesn't make cigars. Would that make it an expensive? And neither's crown heads. Right. That's a good point. All right. How about Liga Pavada? Big win. Big win. 
you got sellout, right? It would be huge. Big win. You got some geek appeal there. Some. I'd say you got the biggest geek appeal when it comes to Liga Pavada. The biggest. No. The biggest the biggest geek appeal is gonna be Padron. That's the biggest. I don't know about geek. Which sells more, Padron or Yes it does, but we should probably start whittling this list down to about six. All right. We're going to take this because we don't have enough time to do it. But before we leave here today, we're going to whittle it. We're going to put it on the CigarAuthority.com yep, By homepage. 4 o'clock p.m. Eastern time, it'll be there probably by 3 and o'clock. Give us, give us your thing and give it to it before we go to the trade show. So you got one week to, to mm-hmm. give us this information. We're going to show up at the trade show. We're going to go in order of who uh, got the highest thing, yep. and then we're going to go around and we're going to hit these people up. When somebody agrees, we stop. Mm-hmm. Or we go to for next year. <laughs> stop lining them up. You don't, have, you don't even understand the concept of stop. Yeah. We're right. going to end up with five firecrackers released at the same time in a battle format. All right. While you're enjoying life, those folks support to be debonair. How to be more debonair and gentleman-like is Gentleman Jonathan. You need a gentleman? Mr. Gentleman. I'm a gentleman. You need a gentleman? <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me gentleman. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts, switch on your electronic devices, and pop up the valve. You need a gentleman? And the Gentleman's Way is brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide their clients with suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. Today, gentlemen, we are going to discuss leaving it all on the battlefield. Whether you're playing soccer, chess, basketball, or boxing, you should give it your all to win as fairly and ethically as possible. As possible, Let your skills speak for you and leave the trash talking to the kids who are going to get a trophy anyway. Also, Your best means different things at different times. If you're at a family gathering and a volleyball game breaks out, spiking the ball down grandma's throat, although may be your best, is not the debonair play. Fair would be putting the ball easily in her reach so she feels like she's part of the game. Later, when the kids and the old folks take off, you're welcome to open up a can of whoop-ass on that 16-year-old that was talking smack about my, I mean, your, lack of spikeability. I digress. Keep it clean, keep it fun, and keep it on the field of battle. The question is, are you debonair or not? Not bad. Not bad. <laughs> That's the best I get? <laughs> not bad. Spike it down grandma's throat. You don't spike it down grandma's That was grandma's in a movie. Throat. Didn't I see that in a movie somewhere? Anyway, we're just 10 days away from the IPCPR. Hearing a lot next week, we're going to get to it. What we've been hearing what we've been seeing, and all the new cigars coming out. We're going to pull the curtain back, and we're going to tell them in advance. You're writing some checks right now that I don't know that you can cash. You've been drinking. Maybe you should stop making promises. Maybe you should stop feeding me drinks. You asked for that round. All right. That's what happens. And Rudy did. I blame Rudy. Feeding it to me, and here we go. Right now, let's take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha, they're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha, to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time, and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats, and they're coming to take me away, ha-ha! 
it's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars, take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80 Asylum Cigars. In what sounds like a movie out of the 80s, a man suffering from depression decided to take a trip south of the border where he spent $2,000 on a cab ride, CD hotel room, hookers, and an excessive amount of cocaine. Reddit user Please Send Help made the trek south of the border to purchase chemicals to humanely end his life. His intention was to purchase animal tranquilizers and put an end to his depression. Before he ended his life, he decided to have coitus with a hooker do copious amounts of blow, so he rented a hotel room with a heart-shaped bed, stripper pole, and hot tub. After a week of snorting coke off of prostitutes, popping pain meds, drinking tequila, downing handfuls of Viagra, and having multiple threesomes, he decided life wasn't so bad. The moral of the story, <laughs> the next time you want to blow your brains out, <laughs> just snort some blow, get a blow, and blow your life savings. <laughs> this is the key to happiness, and that's not only insane, it's asylum. They're coming to take me away, haha. Not bad. Uh, not bad. That was great, right? It was awesome. And a true story. I've seen it. I sent it to Barry. He said, I already got it. It's all in the can. Giggity. <laughs> I sent it to Barry, too. Oh, really? Yeah, and he said he already had it. Yeah. <laughs> All so, right, I got to address something right now. Yeah. The following message comes via YouTube comments. And uh, normally YouTube comments just kind of. got a letter. I'm going to punch you. <laughs> <laughs> normally YouTube comments just kind of go by the wayside. And if you watch the video, maybe you read the comments. But this particular one struck a nerve. And uh, this guy gets himself on. He, he is too chicken to put his real name. So his name on YouTube is 074U. I don't know what that means. Mr. Well, that, J. Well, that's his name on, on YouTube. It's not like he's chicken to do it. He's chicken to put his real name. My name's out there. When I made my reply to him, it's under me. Okay. He knows who wrote it. So he's talking about you, I think. Oh, he's talking about me. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Just J. Just a guess. Just a guess. Mr. J never gives his seat up next to Dave G. The middle seat should be the guest seat. I've seen this for the biggest guests. Mr. J, pure prick. Call it like oh I see it. Oh my God! Now, what I'd like really? what I'd like you to know zero seven for you is that <laughs> my cable for my headphones is yes. only this long, and it goes through the stage, under the stage, and is wired into the board. So if I move, I would be being undebonair to poor Barons, who would have to then rebalance my headset and my microphone under another headset and do the same for the guest. So it gives him three times the work. Or the guest just sits in the open seat with the pre-balanced set of headphones and microphone. And then Barry only has to do it the one time. We have the guy sit in, check his levels. He goes and sits down until he's on, and it's over. So if you'll remember back in old shows when I wasn't wired to the stage, I used to slide over like Ed McMahon, and the guest would sit next to you. That's right. But now that I'm hardwired in, there's really nothing I can do. i got to move. I mean, i got to stay, and the, the guest has to take the other spot. So suck it. So, so you took that personally. Zero seven for you. you took that so personally. I, I, he, he's written some other comments, but yeah, various like you know five episodes, then eight episodes that you know, they buried. But he, he's taken some shots at Mister J. Well, this one was uh, 
especially personal, and so I liked we, it. Can we squeeze Sean Rogers in today? Yeah, we can. here, you got a head, set of headphones here? For the Sean, what do you think? You want to do this? Dun, dun, dun. Show you how to do it. Give you a chance. Give you a chance. Right now, it's the Classic Day brought to you by Classic Cigars. You've heard of epic rap battles. But now it's time for the epic battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. In classic history. Is looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the Classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the Classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the Classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown, and nutty overtones. Undertones, you idiot. Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. All right, Sean, you know how it works. Yes, without, I do. Without going over. And our champion is Chuck Morrison. So uh, this is- I went back and watched the video. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that was less than debonair. That, I don't know how you pulled that, that off without debonair. me seeing it. That was a gift. That was a gift for, for a going away present. I'm going to have to do I a whole go. segment on how cheating is not debonair. Yeah. But anyway, uh, this is for the championship because we don't have a champion. So we'll have to have you back next week if you end up uh, winning. And that's what I think we'll do as a, as a classic three ways. Bring somebody in from the audience I like every it. single week. And you can stay on if you are the champion. That's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. <laughs> so it's going to start with Mr. Jonathan over to Barry and then over to Sean from there. And we'll start off with today is July 1st. And it is Dan Aykroyd's birthday. Dan Aykroyd, TV actor from Saturday Night Live and the Blues Brothers, who gained fame in Ghostbusters and was nominated for an Academy Award for Driving Miss Daisy. He was born with different colored eyes and webbed toes and planned on becoming a Catholic priest until he turned 17. Dan Aykroyd, born today, what year, Mr. J? 1943. 1943. 1943. 43, the same. 51. 51 for the point. 52, Sean Rogers gets a point. Son of Almost a- two. And this goes on to Barry Stein. Today is Debbie Harry's birthday. Debbie Harry, rock singer. Front woman for the new wave punk band Blondie. She spent her time as a waitress, a go-go dancer, and a playboy bunny. Deborah Harry, born today, what year? She is, that's nine, Carrie, that is four, 1949. 49. And this is over to Sean. 61. 61. 56. 56. Everybody is over. Everybody is over. 1945. Wow. That's great for age. Pretty good, huh? I'd do it. Okay, Sean, over to you. Liv Tyler, movie actress, Armageddon actress and daughter of the rock singer Steven Tyler. She starred in Awen in the Lord. She starred as Arwen, Arwen in the Lords of the Rings trilogy and achieved widespread fame in her role as Stealing Beauty. I don't even know that. But anyway, you know her. Liv Taylor, 
born today, what year? 1979. 79. 77. 77. 68. 68. Somebody's got two points. Mr. Jonathan. Two points for Mr. Jonathan in the lead. I did your trick. I minus two. Two. (laughs) (laughs) Moving over. I got two left. Moving over to Mr. Jonathan. Pamela Anderson. TV actress, Baywatch star, who got her start as a Playboy model of the month. She appeared in over 30 television shows, including recurring uh, sitcom of Home Improvement. She married Tommy Lee before marrying Kid Rock. Pamela Anderson, born today, what year? And yes, I've seen the entire video. 1969. 69. 61. 61. 63. 63. For the point, 67 is the answer. Wow. So we have a tie right now. If I had minus two, I would have had that. We have Sean Rogers at two. Mr. Jonathan at two. BS at zero. With a goose egg and one question left. This is for the championship, guys. Can you be a spoiler, Barry? Can you tie it up in a three-way tie? What can happen? And who's this to? Me. Barrett's. Princess Diana. Officially known as Diana, Princess of Wales. She married Charles, the Prince of Wales, and the heir to the throne of the 16 Commonwealth realms. She became an international icon for her beauty and her work in charities. Her death in 1997 was reported caused by the driver's drunkenness widespread media attention, conspiracy theories. She is the mother of Princess William, Duke of Cambridge, and Prince Harry of Wales. Princess Diana, born today, what year? 1959. 59. 1958. 58. 65. 65. Barry gets one point. It's 61. And we have a tie and no tiebreaker. If I didn't deduct two. We have no champion. We have no champion, so we will welcome you back next week. All right. If you'd like to come, or we'll come by. But that is it. That was uneventful. We don't have a champion. <laughs> Chuck is still our champion. That's good, right? Chuck. If you didn't watch the the, uh, the segment last week, go back and take a look at the YouTube video so because what are you saying? It's BS. That's what I'm saying. Final thoughts on the firecracker, Barry Stein. What do you think? Unfortunately, it's often overlooked. It should not be overlooked. It has just the right amount of pop, or just the right amount of explosiveness. It is everything that embodies the firecracker in a cigar that you should be smoking. That's it. You should be smoking a firecracker this 4th of July, Memorial Day, Labor Day, holidays, short walks, things like that. Good balance between salty and sweet. You got, like Barry said, a little bit of pop. There's some pepper in there, especially on the first light because of that unfinished foot. Uh, I don't find it to be overpowering in strength, solid medium. I think anybody can smoke the original firecracker and be okay with it. It's a 4th of July great. Here we go. So that is it. Next week, the countdown to IPCPR begins, and we'll have the big list of new cigars coming up, give you some uh, uh, juice that's happening in the cigar business. Uh, We also have the sales director of Rocky Patel Cigars, Max Bickler, talk about the IPCPR and Rocky Patel Cigars will join us. We will get on in the next day or so the list of things for firecrackers moving forward. And uh, that's about it. Until next time, I think we got this one through without Chuck. Good job, Barry. Good job, Very Jonathan. Good. Very good. Till then, you've been listening to the Cigar Authority and on the United Podcast Network. And if you've learned nothing more 
in the last two hours and you happen to be smoking your Kalanok 25, 50, or the original Firecracker, always remember, keep the lid end out of your mouth. tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices, stores you have. 